Today, DeFi is stronger than it's ever been. However, it's absolutely no secret that the real opportunity for DeFi is in bridging to the traditional financial sector. There are hundreds of trillions of dollars in the traditional financial sector, and comparatively, there's barely over 10 billion here in the DeFi sector. That said, total value locked in DeFi is currently at all-time highs. So don't believe those who want to tell you that DeFi is dead. This is following eerily close to the ICO cycle of 2016 and 2017, where there was a mini ICO boom in 2016, the year of the last halving, and then things went absolutely postal in 2017, leading to the biggest bubble in crypto history. Whether 2021 will lead to a proportionally sized bubble or even bigger, we do not know. However, it's clear that when it comes to the financial sector, there is a ton of money that is yet to enter the game. And while the money inside DeFi already, the money inside crypto already, is appetizing for the DeFi sector, the money outside of crypto is exponentially more important, and getting that into the crypto ecosystem is of critical importance. However, a lot of this money is highly regulated and under management within some of the biggest financial institutions in the world. And so if you guys are excited to hear about a project that is bridging the gap between DeFi and CeFi, helping overcome some of those regulatory hurdles to get the insane money bags currently sitting in traditional finance, or at least allowing them to to be deployed in a decentralized financial market, then go ahead and destroy that like button. And remember as always that each and every comment on this video is entered to win your very own Ledger Nano S. With that said, let's dive into this video about Alliance Block. Now first, let's get to it, because people have been saying DeFi is dead for the last two months, and just like all new trends in crypto, they get overinflated in a mania phase, they cool off, but the ecosystem keeps developing. We've seen it time and time again. There's all these mini bubbles that occur over and over again in crypto, and we could go ahead and dissect why that happens, but that is not the point of today's video. The point is that if we look at all time, what you'll see is that the total value locked in DeFi is currently still in a parabolic phase. In fact, over the last 90 days, we've seen the slope kind of cool off here throughout October and November, almost plateauing here and even dropping a little bit uh, under the $10 billion mark. And now we're rocketing back up in what feels like the beginning of yet another parabolic movement for total value locked in DeFi. Now, of course, I've said this before that TVL is not a silver bullet metric as TVL hops around. So the fact that one project or another seems to have a lot of TVL in it is not that significant because that can easily leave. However, overall, seeing how much total value is locked in DeFi is a generally good gauge to see if the ecosystem is growing and attracting more money or shrinking and attracting less money. And what we see here is that currently it's sitting at almost all time high. It had a little peak up within the last few hours here, but what we see is that pretty much we're sitting pretty at all time high. And especially if we look at the chart compared to even July and August, we're looking at literally 4x the amount of TVL that was here in August, at the beginning of August. And even at the end of August, we were looking at, you know, 8 billion. We're coming up on 2x that, right? So the real mania phase we were in during August, we're still in some pretty parabolic growth here for TVL and DeFi. And so as we see the maturing of the DeFi ecosystem, as those token values have started to simmer off a little bit, it's important that we look forward and see what are the projects that could be instrumental in helping this grow by orders of magnitude in the future. And we've also 
seen the tip of the spear biggest DeFi projects. You could say Chainlink is one, but you know, Aave is one of those key leaders and it's sitting here, you know, only 20% or so down from its all-time high. Certainly not a crash here, right? Even if you bought at the absolute peak, you wouldn't be doing so bad here. Synthetics having a nice bounce back to August levels. We're seeing YFI now pushing up towards 20,000 again. Now that's been hit pretty hard, but again, this was one of the biggest DeFi bubbles and it's making a charge back. Compound here at $116 in value, right? These are these are pretty healthy metrics considering how big of a bubble people thought had popped just a couple months ago. And so let's talk about the main topic of today's video, which is Alliance Block. They say they're creating the first globally compliant decentralized capital market. But what you'll hear over and over again is bridging, bridging between traditional finance and DeFi, which of course, in my opinion, is of tremendous importance, like I just explained. So capital markets are places where select individuals and organizations can purchase and sell securities in a regulated and controlled manner. Alliance Block is establishing the world's first globally compliant decentralized capital market. Companies can easily issue regulated and registered digital securities that are identifiable with an international securities identification number or ISIN. This process is extremely quick and cost effective, making security issuance more accessible to even smaller firms while still meeting the strict scrutiny standards imposed by regulators. This setup allows financial institutions to skip over the slow and archaic capital markets of the past and move directly into the burgeoning world of decentralized finance. Now with a project like this, it's really critical to look at the team because traditional finance operates a lot like higher education or whatever, they're looking at pedigree. And so we wanna see that these founders have a serious pedigree if we are to believe that they're going to accomplish their mission. Like how are you guys gonna bridge to these big traditional financial institutions if they can't look at you and think you're credible, they're not gonna do deals with you. If we click into the founder Rashid's bio, we can see that he was a quantitative analyst at Barclays, one of the world's biggest banks uh, for several years and built a highly scalable deep learning model. So he's a quant here at Barclays and that bodes well, at least as a background for this. Their other co-founder here was a fixed income trader at JP Morgan in London after starting her career at uh, Goldman Sachs. So she's been all over the big banks here. As you can see, their founders are immersed in the traditional finance sector. And that's kind of what you want to see when you're looking at a team like this. They've got some solid partnerships here across the space too. Chainlink and Orion in particular will be talking about. They are well connected here in the crypto industry with Quant and Holochain also on their partnership list. As I discuss some of these partnerships with Orion and then Chainlink, what you'll see is constantly referring to the concept of bridging to traditional finance, bridging to securities exchanges, bridging, bridging, bridging. And this is really important because if you think of crypto, some of the most valuable places in the entire ecosystem are the on and off ramps. If you think about Coinbase, any exchange really that allows you to sell your fiat for crypto, those have been some of the biggest gatekeepers and some of the biggest revenue makers in the entire industry. And so while I'm not saying that Alliance Block will be the Coinbase here, I'm just saying that this is essentially going to be the on and off ramps, these types of projects for traditional finance to get into decentralized finance. It might be the case that these banks just opt to build their own solutions. I don't know. But all I'm saying is that the idea here, the concept here is of very high value, I would imagine, in getting that money from traditional finance where it's kind of stuck there into the more open world where things become quite frothy as we know in the crypto ecosystem, and you can actually see uh, much more significant gains on assets. Once again, the Alliance Block Orion partnership is about bridging between traditional finance and DeFi. The core philosophies of both organizations is the desire to make blockchain and crypto accessible to the masses in a compliant, secure, and simple way. Orion Protocol, the DeFi platform, building business-to-business and business-to-consumer solutions on the most advanced liquidity aggregator ever developed. So Orion's a liquidity aggregator. They're trying to build big pools of liquidity across chains 
It's an interesting project. That's not really the point of today's episode. But what they're talking about here is that the TVL in capital markets is in excess of 100 trillion. And they say when factoring in derivatives and other trading instruments, however, we've gone over this before, the potential upward valuation of derivatives is actually close to 1,000 trillion or one quadrillion, which is, you know, mind boggling stuff here. Essentially, as we know, there's ridiculous amounts of money in traditional finance. And the goal is to get that money into decentralized finance. They're saying here the opportunity to unlock the massive and latent pool of global liquidity and funnel this into DeFi presents enormous possibilities. Obviously, this article's from uh, about a month or so ago when uh, the TVL in all of DeFi was under 10 billion, but we're already 30% above that. You can see how fast this stuff is moving. So what I like here is I'm always weary of the projects that just kind of bust onto the scene and they're like, hey, we're DeFi. And these guys have been working for two years before they launched their project. And uh, they obviously have a lot of room to grow. They have a lot of work yet to be done, but this project's been in process now uh, for over two years, which is what I like to see. Now, I tweeted about this when they put this out. And of course, this was on my November coins list. And I told you guys I was gonna be doing deeper dives into these coins to show you why I chose them. And this Alliance Block collaboration with Chainlink actually has some cookie crumbs in it that I wanted you to pay attention to. A lot of Chainlink partnerships are just, hey, we're using Chainlink's price feeds. That's not like really a partnership. It's just kind of like an, a news update. It's like a nothing burger, if you will. Anyone can use Chainlink's price feeds. It's like, hey, saying we use Google Gmail, you know, everyone can use Gmail. It's not exclusive. It doesn't add value per se. It's a good resource, but it's not a driver of use and utility. What they're doing is trying to introduce Chainlink oracles to traditional finance entities to unlock and process new data feeds. And so I've highlighted this in red, what I think is probably the most important sentence in this article, which is Alliance Block will connect Chainlink with top tier traditional finance entities and exchanges to deliver new and valuable data feeds for Chainlink's Oracle network. So this again is about bridging and they're not just bridging traditional finance money into DeFi, but they're also bridging you know, open and decentralized data feeds into traditional finance. So they'll be using and hooking Chainlink's oracles in with traditional financial entities. And this is where we see a repetition of these breadcrumbs of connecting traditional finance to DeFi, and this time with traditional securities exchanges. And so I'm very excited to see what these traditional securities exchanges might be, because this could be partnerships with uh, more mainstream exchanges for securities. And this is why I saw this partnership as slightly more meaningful than these other Chainlink partnerships, as they're actually giving more use and utility to Chainlink by adding their feeds into these big financial institutions. And once again, they use the term bridge, traditional finance, and DeFi. This is They also have this liquidity mining program with 200% APY uh, on Uniswap, 160 on the ALBT ETH uh, pool there, and then they have a 480% APY coming on Balancer for the ALBT USDC ETH pool. Um, and hopefully, hopefully that's coming soon. Um, I asked the team and they just said it was coming soon. So I don't know the exact date, but hopefully that's coming soon. And so obviously it's fallen a little bit. It's down about 18, 19% on the day. Um, but as we see on the price chart here, it's kind of not too far off from its all-time low. Like its all-time low here, I guess, was you know 39 cents on a wick here. Um, it's not even at a 2X from its all-time low. Um, and so you know you see these projects sometimes, uh, it launched right at the end of the sort of froth here at the end of August, beginning of September, um, but they didn't really get any kind of parabolic action just yet. And that's what I like to see uh, when I'm looking at these projects where it has you know solid team, utility, use case, and the narratives there, and the price hasn't done you know 10X or 20X for people. Um, and so that's pretty interesting to see, though I do think the seed investors are up quite handsomely. And so that's something to keep in mind that the seed unlocks 
might do some temporary damage to the price. But overall, if they are successful at bringing in all this liquidity, I think they're gonna do well in the long run. So going with this statement, which I made a bunch of times, uh, very boldly in the beginning of the month, end of last month, was that you know DeFi is not dead and that these projects are gonna come back and that the mania phase, I believe, is in front of us, not behind us. And so with going with that, it makes me pretty excited about a project like Alliance Block that's really focusing on waking up those old money bags and getting them into the protocols that we know and love that are dominating DeFi. And so I told you guys I was gonna be doing deep dives on all the coins I covered during my November coins list. I'm still gonna be doing more dives on the coins on that list, and that's because I really did a lot of research in putting together that list, and Alliance Block I've been following now for really since August. I've been following it pretty intently. In the end, this project is focusing on being the bridge. And just like the bridges from fiat to crypto, I believe the bridges from traditional finance to DeFi will be of huge importance. Just like I value tremendously projects like REN, which are bridging Ethereum to other ecosystems. Bridges are tremendously valuable, especially if you're first movers or one of the early movers in the space, you can benefit by being kind of like the de facto choice, the Coca-Cola of the space, as I always like to use that expression, just because it's easy to understand. And so this bridge between CeFi and DeFi, as we enter into a new mania phase, bridges like Alliance Block or potentially other projects like it are gonna be on my list of things to watch because it's kind of easy to fork and copy these DeFi protocols. You can copy and paste a smart contract pretty much without too much effort. You can fork stuff, right? And that's why you see so much repetition and redundancy in DeFi. The yield farming stuff was so redundant after a while because it's pretty easy to copy, especially if things are truly decentralized and open source. Whereas the things that you can't really copy are relationships with traditional finance that will allow you to create these bridges. So those projects are gonna be a little more like pedigreed, a little more elitist, if you will. And for that reason, I anticipate some kind of protective moats for those projects. Though again, it's very likely that these big financial institutions will eventually build their own solutions. Who knows? I can't predict what these big financial institutions can do. I'm just saying that the idea lines up for Alliance Block. The price action hasn't gone parabolic. It's around that $5 million market cap mark that is kind of where I established my low cap gems at. It's definitely on the higher side of it. So I think that this one could do potentially really well as we make our way towards a new DeFi mania phase. Now, we're not quite in that yet, but the altcoins and the DeFi majors have been heating up tremendously. So who knows, maybe the rest of November on through the end of the year towards the you know holiday season, maybe that's gonna be really hot for DeFi again. I'm not sure, who knows? But I do believe that 2021 will be fireworks for the altcoins as Bitcoin starts to make new all-time highs overcome its boss battles and eventually make that historic run that we've been waiting on for so long. Each and every time Bitcoin slows down and starts to go sideways, I believe that the alts will get fired up like we're seeing really over the last few weeks. Though I do believe there's a seed unlock coming next week. I'm not sure how much damage that's gonna do to the actual price, but I figured I put it out there that I was researching their seed unlock schedule. I'm not a seed investor. I'm not a pre-sale investor. I bought this stuff on the dip and it's really not done that much growth since then. So I think that this thing could be in a sweet spot. But again, I think there's a seed unlock coming this week. So I just wanted to put it out there that that could have uh, some selling pressure on the price. If you got some value out of this video, if you enjoyed it, if you're excited for what Alliance Block is doing, go ahead, give me a thumbs up. If you guys wanna know about projects like Alliance Block that I believe are undervalued in the space, then all you have to do is subscribe and hit that little bell notification. It's totally free and it's an easy way to stay informed in the space. I highly recommend you guys put that notification bell on and set it to all. That way you're made aware whenever I put out content. Unfortunately, we constantly see episodes of censorship of some sort here on YouTube. It's sad, but usually that 
notification bell is a way to get around any shadow bans and stuff like that. So if you guys are excited, if you like this video, if you want to see more like it, go ahead, subscribe and put that bell on. If you want to connect with me personally, feel free to follow my Twitter and Telegram. We just hit 21,000 on Twitter and we're over 11,000 strong on Telegram, both awesome communities and I encourage you guys to follow me there. As usual, my name's Elio Trades. Thank you so much for watching and I will see you very soon on the next episode. Thank you.